0: This is a previously recorded episode the show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thank you, The Infatuations. Welcome back, everyone, to my podcast. I am Liz Tintanelli with LizAndDetroit.com. Thanks again for joining us today want to let you know if you need to reach me, you can reach me on Twitter, which is at LizInDetroit.com, or my Facebook, which is LizInDetroit.com, website, which is www.LizInDetroit.com, or, of course, email lt at LizInDetroit.com. Have a little change-up for today's show. Um, I have the fabulous Lee Paget from Busted Bra Shop joining me today. Um, we had a little scheduling difficulty, so Christian Dreheim from The Infatuation couldn't join us, but I promised to bring him to the show hopefully sometime in May. We're working out dates right now. But Lee, by no means, is anyway a substitute. Um, she's been on the top of my list for this show because of... Just what an amazing person that she is, what she does, and what she brings, I think, overall to the community of Detroit. So, Lee, thank you for joining us today. Stop. You're making me blush, but thank you for having me. That's the point. (laughs) So, I don't, I mean, I know a lot of people know you, um, but I want you to tell those of us out here. Um, about your fabulous business ventures, what you're doing now and like about Lee and all those great things that you do.
1: Well, life started in Detroit at, in 2001. Um, when you and I met, right? Actually. Yeah. Yes. And we lived in Boston, Edison. We had a coffee shop in downtown called Cafe Detroit that we opened in 2003 April fifteenth, two thousand three. Actually, well. yeah, figured tax day was a good day, <laughs> <laughs> especially when um, things were just building down there. You know, uh, building back up again. We had Compware that wasn't opened. Uh, the Lofts on Woodward were being renovated. The Centes wasn't open. Um, it was it was us, and it was it was fun. It was fabulous, and was a lot of art. We did art Detroit, which we traveled around and had murals put up in different bus stations or the little stations there in downtown. It was fun. So, um now that shut down in two thousand six the landlord lost his building. Mm. Ooh. I remember that it was really sad. It was day. really, really sad. But we moved to Germany and um after Germany moved back to the Carolinas where we said, oh, man, Detroit didn't have any bras. <laughs> My husband's like, what? I kept waking up every morning going, we got to go back to Detroit. Please get another job in Detroit. So he did. And we we opened Busted. So we've been open and Busted uh, two and a half years now. And um, we're in the Park Shelton. Mm-hmm. And we are Detroit's only bra shop. We go from an A to an O cup. And, yes, there is an O and there's about to be a P. So um, that's going to be actually something really awesome for some of the ladies here in the area and uh, we go from a 26 band to a 54 band so incredibly tiny all the way up um, it's there it's it's available and we have people coming from all over the country to to get what we have well i like you know
0: you think there's no bras like you woke up in the middle of the night obviously there's a fascination with boobs so but really like how did you even come across this concept and think, even think about that it would you know that this would be a great idea for the city?
1: I think it was a fascination with women. Actually, noting that there's 53% females in this city, 750,000 people, but we couldn't buy a bra, we couldn't buy a, a matching set with panties. So that that really bummed me out, and I would hear it every day in the coffee shop. Man, I just want to buy some pantyhose. that doesn't come from the drugstore. So yeah, it just really plagued my mind, and it just kept coming and coming. And then when when I came up with the name Busted, I, you know, I had to have it. I was like a dog on the hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta get this shop open. And I love that you used that old English
0: D in your logo, which is pretty spectacular. To I you, by did,
1: the way. Mm-hmm. I did. But there's a new D in town. Really? I designed my own D, and um, yeah, you can see it on the website. You can see it on Facebook at Busted in Detroit. That D is something I designed and had a friend of mine put into the vector form computer thing for me which was great cuz I don't do that. <laughs> I just draw it and go, "Can you make this, please?" And it's a it, it, if you look at it on the side it looks like a corset. Nice. Yeah. So it's it's reminiscent of the of the English D.
0: So I guess with this this
1: drive that you have with opening up
0: businesses from Cafe Detroit to now busted How did you go about starting it? Like, you know, who assisted you? Who did you go to for support in starting these businesses? I
1: went to friends and family for support in opening these businesses. And um, one of those kind of people that if you say no, it's going to happen. Got it. Yeah. So I don't think I really looked for support as much as inspiration. And then, um, yeah, I had a, a very good friend. And um, and a parent who said, "Okay, you're going to do this. Here's some here's some money," and and helped me out with that. And we're paying all that back, and with small loans from good people. That's awesome.
0: And I know when Cafe Detroit was there because I was very happy to say that I was definitely a patron back in that early 2001 and 2002. I remember I used it as a as a vehicle to actually meet clients because. There really weren't any places downtown that were like an open forum where you could go have some coffee, sit, relax, and talk more or less in that central business district Mm -hmm. where you could actually show people, you know, right there what was going on in the city Mm -hmm. even then. And we're talking, you know, 13 years ago. So what – yeah. What kinds of feedback were you getting back then with the Cafe Detroit days of how important it was to be a part of this movement of getting people together in the city?
1: It was, it was fascinating. We, we would get people who would come in and they'd say, please just stay open until 10 o'clock at night. Like what's going on out here at 10 o'clock at night? They're like, we just wanted someplace to sit and hang and, and, and meet with people. And, and let's talk about opening businesses. Let's talk about, um, getting together and dating. We would, uh. We had a, a we would make different events in the in the evening. One of them was called Coffee Mates, and Coffee Mates was for same sex couples to come in. And that was two thousand and three, so they did almost like our own version of speed dating. Uh, that we also would have something very much like Open City, which kind of this group morphed into into that. Um, they would come in and talk about opening businesses and getting together. And what do you think we should do? And, and what kind of logos should we make? And uh, K nine to five, um, she would come into the into the coffee shop weekly if not daily can we talk about opening up a a business sure (laughs) let's talk yeah Yeah. it was it was it was a good way to see people come together in a community that wasn't their living room but we made a living room for them sure and i
0: think now from what i know of busted and going in there you've created the same environment with the patrons that go in there like how you you know gather in your clientele tell us more about like how you're getting people into your business and how things are, are, are working for you now with Busted and getting your name and word out there about
1: what you can offer. Well, we started with Hatch Detroit. So one of the things that I had to do was really flush the idea out, right? And prove to people that people wanted bras. Do they really want bras? Are you gonna invest this or, or you know, invest in it or not? And so Hatch Detroit was a great vehicle to get the, the word out and to see if people would come by. And they did. So um, I didn't win, but I made them the top 10. And that was the beginning. So then I had to figure out, how am I going to get people in here? And I don't have any money to do advertising. Sure. So we did social media. Mm -hmm. Social media has been fantastic. We have almost 6,000 people on Busted in Detroit. We have five more people for Mm 6,000. So like that page. Um, Do it. Do it. What's that web address, please? It's Busted in Detroit. There you for go people the website is bustedindetroit.com, but the Facebook is busted in Detroit front Instagram and Twitter so um, we started doing bra parties bra parties are fantastic because we would lock the door two hours for you and your guests you'd come in we do gifts with purchase we give you wine we put snacks out the hostess gets a discount if she brings eight people that started bringing more and more people so people would come in for Wedding showers or birthdays or just because their friend's boobs need supported, you know, all those different types of things. Because, you know, quite frankly, we all have that friend who has back issues because she hasn't got the right support on. Sure. So you want to share that with her in a time that's more convenient because a lot of people work. Yeah. Yeah. So the bra parties were a great way to bring people in. A lot of word of mouth. Um, but Hash Detroit has also been pretty fantastic at getting people through the door.
0: What are some of the ideas that you have now that you're, you know, I think you've done an excellent job with expanding your customer base, but what kinds of things do you look for in the future that you can work on? I know, I think you had a couple of ideas for some possible nonprofits of ways that you can do even more with giving back to the community.
1: Well, one of the things that we we have found is a lot of women who are in need of uh, prosthetic bras either the prosthetics themselves or bras for the prosthetics to fit into. They have been coming to us, and we've been able to supply them with items that they can purchase directly from us, but we haven't been able to help them with their insurance. So we've been working with a new Detroit, which is a prosthetic company up on Woodward by Detroit Hardware in New Center. And so they needed a place for women to have uh, clinics for us to fit them. So we have been working with them. We're about to open up a little side—not a side business, but a business across the hallway from us. So um, just another room with different fitting rooms, and we'll have the stock there for them. But that's going to be all through anew, um, and not or a new life is sure. the name of the company. And uh, we're just there really to facilitate that connection and to help women in general. Um, so one of the other things that we can do with the bra parties is bring in nonprofits and have them do fundraisers in in the store. And we've done that a couple different times with women's groups, um, groups that support women, domestic violence, things like that. Also, with Enough Said, we've had a fundraiser there with 25% of what anybody bought that day went back to um, the group Enough Said. So they, yeah. And
0: you mentioned your, you know your work a lot with charitable um, organizations, and I happen to know that you've been um, a Rotarian for quite a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell us that. about you know. I want to know more about Lee. Like, what's inside? What's inside your head? Like, what makes you do what you do?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a big question. But Must like in the acid yeah, back in the <laughs> <laughs> here, here! here. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> what, what makes me do what I do? Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I was in the Navy for um, a couple of years and really figured out sometime during boot camp that you know if you have something that you want to do, you just do it. You mm-hmm. don't let the speed bumps get in your way. So, so that's been a fantastic thing. And, and I did do rotary or do rotary as much as I can now. And um, was president of that group as you were, sure as well. Detroit yes. AM Rotary, yes, Yay. where we really focus on kids. And if you want to focus on kids, you just you do, and and you figure out who can help you with the different resources. And there's a lot of resources around town, you know. There's a lot of places that you can go and 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 do and get together and put coats on kids, and that's a that's a big thing. Um, what else do you want to know? I mean, I'm well, kind I, of. I mean, I just, I, guess.
0: <laughs> I think yeah, you're really modest. I mean, wh- one of the things that I. I guess I admire about you is your, your positivity and the outlook that you have um, on really and the energy that you have in everything you do is something to be admired and I think people who come across you whether it was when you were at Cafe Detroit and now with Busted it's just it's just moving like you, you embrace people so well and I just think you know that's, that's an, a terrific quality and I think um you know, it's it's just it's you're brave, and I think it's just an amazing thing. So I'm I'm oh, very you. proud to have you as a friend and know you. Not to mention, you know, have you be as successful as you are because it, it would happen regardless of whatever you do. You oh, know?
1: you're
0: you're very kind to me,
1: Miss Liz. <laughs> it's true, you're very very kind. It's true,
0: but, but yeah, I just I'm just grateful because I think uh, a lot of people need to know what fabulous things. Not only what you are doing, but what other similar people in the city are doing. Like, there's a reason you chose to do it here, right, and not do it anywhere else.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the energy here and the need here mm-hmm. uh, really just – there's a pull to Detroit. Once you get in and, and you love the people and the architecture and, and the energy and the and the weather. I know it's so stupid. People are like, you like the weather? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up in the south in, in, at the beach, so mm-hmm. – You know, which was was lovely and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you've got I've got snow and I get pretty colors and it's a challenge to drive it. I've got a great big vehicle that just eats snow and I love it. (laughs) And my kid gets to learn how to do all that stuff now that we're back here. So Detroit has a lot of fascinating, fun culture. Mm -hmm. The art here, you know, the stuff at that Lincoln Art Park. Lincoln Art Park is just one of the most amazing places ever. It's totally morphing into different things all the time. I mean, the stuff that Matt Naimi has going down there at Lincoln and Holden always mm-hmm. just fascinates me. And and then there's people like you. I mean I've known you for a very long time. You've always been generous and kind and find me great houses. <laughs> <laughs> You're the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we're gonna we're gonna find a building to expand the, the business into at some point in the city. I mean we wanna be here but we also want to take care of other parts of Michigan too. Sure. Um I get these questions a lot, and I know we're going to go back to boobs for a second if that's sure. cool with you. I, that I don't mind at all. Thank I'm you. proud of yes. mine. So. Boobs are yeah. awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, the boobs in, in Michigan haven't changed. People keep asking me, what's going on? Why are people bigger? Why do you have all these O-cups and blah, blah, blah? <laughs> Why are people in inns? I don't think it's because we've changed. Yes, there's there's a difference in our diet. There's difference in in the hormones. There's all, but we we've all talked to women and go, "I got these boobs from my grandma." <laughs> you know, they used to make me clothes back in nineteen 19- whatever. So I think we've just gotten out of the culture of fitting our bodies into sure. something that looks really nice and finding out where is it supposed to be in fashion. You know, the boobs have a certain spot in the in the blouses and the top of the dresses. Sure. So um, I like to try to help out that part of life. Well, I can
0: speak personally. Um, I brought a family member in who, you know, was really nervous in, in, in about being fitted. And, and they thought that they knew what was their size. And I just remembered seeing the look on her face. Like it was like absolutely liberating to not only find something that fit, but that was absolutely beautiful. And it was just like – how could you think that something possibly so simple could make such a great impact? And it was really awesome. And I know that you get women like that almost, you know, probably every day.
1: We do. We you do. Know. We get people who come in and say, do you have anything besides black and beige? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really do. It. We have colors. I, I find some of the craziest things. I actually just ordered a burnt orange and that's going to be Awesome, And it nice. goes up to a K-cup. Yeah. Very nice. So that's going to be gorgeous. And I try to get the matching panties. We can all be beautiful. We can all get our freak on with something crazy, right? Right. So why not? Um, there was a time when my one of my employees had to take me to the side and she said, I know that you like purple and blue and red and orange and you love all these lovely colors and psychedelic <laughs> patterns and everything, but we need just black. <laughs> Just black. I said, "Well, I ordered a dark purple. Does that work for everybody? <laughs> Can you order just black and beige? We really just need that." So I said, "Okay, if I'm going to order, if I'm going to get those type of things, I also need to find skin tones for many, many different women." Sure. So we found Nubian Skin. Nubian Skin had been in the newspaper for I don't know a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I I reached out to them and we met in New York with the owner of the company. And Nubian Skin does four different shades. Of skin tones, and mm-hmm. it ranges from what she calls cafe au lait to berry. Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Panties, matching panties, hosiery, the whole nine yards. So when you come into into Busted, you are going to see a lot of color. That's fantastic. You're going to see a lot of color, a lot of skin tones. Tell us,
0: um, before we wrap things up, tell okay. us about your location, how people can find you, your hours, all the fabulousness about getting in touch with Busted.
1: Right now, we're open six days a week. We're open Monday through Saturday. I'm going to be expanding to Sunday soon, but first we're going to start with the prosthetics clinics on Sundays once a month. Uh, We are in the historic Park Shelton in Midtown Detroit. Uh, You'll find us right by the DIA, and there is a parking deck on the Woodward side of the building. You're not going to see busted on the street, though. We don't have windows we're in tucked away in the back of the building so once you park in the parking deck bring your ticket in and we'll validate just ask the security guard where we are if you can't find us um, you can also find us at bustedindetroit.com and busted in detroit on facebook that's fantastic well we as always it's a pleasure
0: being with you and um, i'm very thankful that you're with us today thank you everyone for listening um please look forward to our next show coming up in a couple weeks um I'm not going to announce the guest appearance because it's going to be a surprise, but I thank you once again. um, Please contact me if you're looking for any information regarding properties for sale or for lease, whether it be in the city of Detroit or surrounding suburbs. You can reach me at lt at lizandetroit.com or my website, www.lizandetroit.com. I look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Thank you.
1: This is a previously recorded episode